Hi everyone, Andy Dukes here and welcome to Ride and Talk. Have you ever been to the BMW Berlin plant and seen all those bikes coming off the assembly lines? It's an awe-inspiring sight that's been going on for more than 50 years, ever since September 1969, when that infamous R60-5 rolled off the assembly line. More than five decades and well over three million motorcycles later, the plant in Spandau has developed into one of the most modern ones in the entire motorcycle industry. There have been massive investments made over the past 50 years, and at peak times, a shiny new BMW bike rolls off the assembly lines every 65 seconds. As you'll no doubt have heard, production has now started on the new R18 model series, which we're all so excited about. The ever-popular factory tours aren't up and running just yet, so we thought it would be a good time to take you behind the scenes at the Berlin plant, virtually at least, with its Head of Maintenance and Innovation Manager, Ronald Sommer, who joined us on the line direct from the factory. Good afternoon, Ronald, and welcome to Ride and Talk. Hello, Andy. Nice to meet you today, and a very warm welcome from BMW Motorrad Berlin plant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for being our guest today. We're looking forward to finding out lots of information about that special place in Berlin where man and machine build those two-wheeled dreams. I've got an assembly line of questions waiting for you, so I'll get production started if I may. Okay, please start. So in the beginning of motorcycle production in Berlin, way back in 1969, there were about 400 people producing around 30 motorcycles a day. So how do those figures stack up with today, Ronald? Yeah, Andy, this is a long, long, long time ago. We have developed very rapidly. Today, we are producing up to 700 motorbikes per day. We have 24 different model series. And technique and qualification, you can believe me, has hardly anything to do with the old times. Absolutely. I can imagine. I can only imagine. Um, last year, then, the plant celebrated 50 years of motorcycle production on site in Berlin. And while over 3 million bikes have rolled off the assembly line so far across all those decades, these two landmark achievements, they must have been very proud moments for all employees and, and everybody involved. Oh, yes, Andy, it really was. Our 50th anniversary was an open door festival where everybody could invite his family and friends to present proudly their personal share on our production. We presented an R90 model and offered a lot of activities to get an idea what is all about building premier motorcycles made in Germany. And the three millionth motorrad ever built in our plant was a S1000RR. The complete team was celebrating this moment by a ceremony in our assembly line. So it was a big welcome and a big thank you to all teammates. And it was a nice show when this bike, wrapped in fog and music fanfares, passed through a guard of honor formed by BMW team members. It was a great moment for us. So within the plant then, how many staff from how many different countries are now employed in Berlin? Currently, our team consists of 2,100 employees from 20 different nations and this includes, of course, uh, about 100 students and trainees. Wow, that's a truly international affair, isn't it? So how many different models are assembled then? In, and how many assembly lines are currently in use within the plant? Currently, our portfolio consists of 24 models, but it is a lot of more if we add those with special equipments. Um, and we uh, build these uh, bikes in three volume lines, assembly lines. And by the way, it is part of our strategy to build up 
different eight different models in each assembly line. We have three of them, and this guarantees flexibility and quality attention. Right. So what about the separate lines for specialist motorcycles then? I mean, I read recently that there were about 35 authorities, 1250 RTs that were recently presented to the Berlin police. Are these separate lines always temporary lines? It is also common for us to put all related models into the same line. Only the special equipment afterwards is completed in extra workshops. And this method is suitable for best practice. Right. Understood. What about changes in demand then? How easy is it to adapt production to changes in demand or to include completely different technologies, such as those required for e-scooters, for example? Yeah, I just mentioned our idea of volume assembly lines, and this gives us uh, the chance to react very quickly to market changes. Or so to say, uh, you know the slogan from BMW, the power of choice. It's in fact a genuine DNA of BMW motorhards. But the technology change to electric is indeed a new dimension for us. Uh, I give an example. When we started the e-scooter, we had to implement a training program for about 250 employees along the whole production chain. And these safety graduation degrees, uh, called in German Blitz, in English Lightning, Mark 1 to Mark 3, offered the permission to our employees to work on electric systems. On the other hand, we realized new chances for assembly organization because, in general, e-scooters consist of less components. So the number of workplaces has been reduced essentially. And as a result, one can sum up that most fundamental changes offer new findings. Fantastic. Yeah, that's very interesting. But what about a typical motorcycle or a best-selling motorcycle such as a GS? How long does it take for the assembly of that from start to finish? And how many parts and components are involved, Ronald? Yeah, very important question. We call this key performance indicator the direct run rate. And it takes in total about eight hours to build a GS from pre-assembly to packaging. But we work daily to minimize this value. The number of parts is in average about 2,000. 2,000, goodness me. Yeah. Wow. If we include all screws. <laughs> and we should, and we should, and we definitely should. Don't want to miss a single one out. So, of course, within the plant, we're, we're familiar as those who've sort of been on a factory tour or, or seen pictures. We're familiar with seeing those big sea hooks on which the motorcycles float along the assembly lines, gradually transforming, as you say, from a simple frame and engine to the finished item, complete with all uh, screws. <laughs> but now we're seeing more AGVs used. What's the reason for this, Ronald? Yeah, flexibility is one of our the most important targets for modern production at BMW, not only towards the product, but as well for production systems. And it's a very, very good, very interesting question for me, because in 2015, I had personally the honor to implement a totally new AGV system, which is characterized by three main properties. First, we have no steel construction and no fixed lines anymore in our department. So no wastage of production space and barely any change restrictions. Second, no mechanical turnouts or lifting stations. So no wastage of extra conveyors in the second floor, but autonomous conveyors for maximum productivity, which is the most important indicator. And third, no compromises in ergonomic needs, but intelligent AGVs customized by our own assembly specialists 
out of our team. This in total guarantees best practice, maximum flexibility, and zero fault results in quality. I dare to say that this system is currently benchmarked for motorcycle assembly. Yeah, it sounds like you've uh, got a lot of things future-proof there for sure. Yeah, and we're a little bit proud about this. You, you hear it. I can hear it. Yeah, well, certainly the Berlin plant is well positioned to face a future based on what you've just told me. And especially also with the production of the completely new R18 model series. I'm interested to know just how excited is everybody within the plant about this big box, a custom bike for the large cruiser segment. And does it have its own assembly line? I'm thinking maybe not based on what you've told me earlier. Your question appears just in time, Andy. Actually, we are looking forward to start of production. It is the most important point uh, in the year when we uh, bring new bikes into the line. And this will happen the next week. Um, the whole plant team is currently focusing on this goal. It is probably the biggest task since we came out with the 1000 RR in 2008. If you remember... Uh, the story was that our competitors didn't trust us with this new model series because it was a new supersport territory for BMW motorbike, but they totally failed. Look at the customer reviews, we're still number one. And this time, it is a matter of core competence for us because it is a big boxer and an innovative technique covered in a traditional BMW dress. This will be a home run for us, and it's time, especially for the US customers, to be prepared for a new definition of smooth cruising. But beside this new story, we always keep our philosophy no extra assembly line for one model series. Verity is the assurance of the zero fault promise to our customers, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Now, I'm interested to just talk a little bit deeper about this bike because you know we've we've followed closely its journey from concept bike to serial production and, and of course people always comment on the visual differences between concept bikes and production bikes perhaps without without really understanding all the requirements of homologation so how would you explain to listeners the main difference between pre-series and series production bikes or not yeah andy i let the data talk to you the difference is comprehensive in a few numbers. Two years of development, 500 engineers planning, 750,000 kilometer test runs and 20,000 hours of training for our employees. I think this is uh, the right answer to imagine how smooth it is to do such a work. Yeah and then in a relatively short space of time of course now, it's impossible not to mention the global pandemic during these times, but I'm just interested to know, how has it affected assembly within the plant during these difficult months? First of all, I want to say that the strength and the power of an organization is proven in times of crisis, and we are deeply impressed about the high level of motivation, trust, and responsibility. When we had to shut down in late March, we received instantly a lot of requests to implement anti-corona activities to restart as soon as possible. And that's in fact what we did. We used the shutdown to prepare a corona-resistant restart to save the launch of our R18 we talked about, and furthermore, which took place on the 4th of May. And since then, productions restarted. And we are very happy about this. 
Yeah, that's a very, very good result. Now, as the lead plant, Berlin is the backbone of BMW's global motorcycle production network. I'm interested to know how much close cooperation is there with the other plants around the world, you know, to ensure BMW Motorrad's reputation for premium quality and performance is maintained. Berlin is called lead plant. And that means, uh, in fact, we are responsible for steering the implementation of production and quality principles in all subsidiary plants, including coaching. In fact, there is a very close collaboration to assure the BMW standards in all bikes all over the world. I'm interested to just discover a little bit more about these CKD kits. Uh, apparently about 8,000 of these ready to ship. That's a completely knocked down yep. CKD stands for these units that that they're produced every year for BMW assembly plants overseas. So does providing these individual motorcycle components in kit form that are later assembled at the international sites offer the best combination of efficiency, cost and logistics? Of course, Andy. The export of complete motorcycles would be best practice in relation to efficiency and logistics. But in this case, import taxes would damage our market share in some part of the world. Therefore, we afford the effort of CKD and make a contribution to globalization. Understood. Right. That makes perfect sense. But speaking of logistics, around, I think, 80% of all BMW bikes are exported from Germany every year. So how many countries does BMW Motorrad currently export to? And how are the bikes transported, you know, across Europe and beyond? Mm, we supply 140 nations worldwide. And the su supply chain is mainly by truck in Europe worldwide by ship. If somebody is buying a new bike, I've heard that they can still change colors and optional equipment up to about nine days before the start of its actual production. How is this achieved at such a late notice? Yeah, we're very proud about this. This convenient service is the result of digitalization in a house paint shop and intelligent data processing. We always try to keep this flexibility by permanent optimization, the supply chain, and close cooperation to our sale company. And by the help of this data, we are able to paint the sets just in time and to avoid warehouse stocks. Understood. We'll come back to paints in a little while, but I just wanted to talk about apprentices for a while because the Berlin plant prides itself on creating professionals of tomorrow from within its own rank. So how many apprentices are there currently at the plant and how long does their training last? We are permanently educating 75 trainees and additionally we employ about 30 students and the education period takes three to three and a half years. Fantastic, I'm sure that's a, a well thought of training program for sure. What about sustainability and efficiency within the plant, Ronald? What sustainable approaches are followed during motorcycle production, you know, in terms of materials used, resources saved, recycling and of course the reduction of waste? Yeah, very important uh, story. We are operating in three fields of action. Um, first, recycled packaging and reusable transport caddies inside of Germany. Uh, energy saving by standby operating in machining and conveyor technique. And since 2019, we're very happy uh, saving uh, 15 gigawatts electricity and about 3,000 tons carbon dioxide by driving our own local energy plant. Wow, that's pretty impressive. It's a story of success, Andy. You can believe it. Absolutely. And I've heard that the plant even has its own beehives on the premises. Is that true or is that an urban myth? <laughs> 
Indeed, uh, our plant managers wanted to show us the only existing example of employees who never required breaks. I'm joking, Andy. Uh, actually, he wanted to, to prove our claim to be a green plant in urban environment. And it works. The honey which is produced is used as an award to honored employees. Ah, that's brilliant. Now, I just, just want to touch on automation briefly. Yeah. In terms of machining, assembly and painting, how much automation is there compared to other motorcycle manufacturers? Uh, as I said before, we assume that BMW Motorrad is producing on highest automation level. We approved this assessment after having visited some competitors in Japan and Europe. I told you before, um, I assume we are benchmark. Now, of course, the latest robot technologies can be seen at work in the welding and the paint shops. But, of course, dedicated employees take pride in tasks that robots can't handle. So can you just tell me what sort of jobs will always be done by humans? Yeah, at the moment, we are looking forward to change this situation you mentioned. Collaborating robots inside of assembly lines will be available soon. The target is to relieve the employees from handling heavy weights so that they are able to concentrate on our all-time main goal. And this is zero-fault processes for the customer. Collaborating robots, those, those are the cobots that people are talking about, aren't they? Yeah, yeah cobots, yeah, yeah, that's it. So what about the um, computer-controlled robots in places like the paint shops? I mean, how many parts a day are they able to paint and in how many different colors then? Our in-house paint shop is producing, oh, let me count, 4,000 parts per day. It means a million per year. Um, and please keep in mind that 30% of these parts, they are multicolored. So we have two or three different runs for one part so that the paint is ready, finished. Wow, that's incredible. That really is. The expertise of experienced human painters with a steady hand is, of course, still used in certain areas, you know, like the line drawings on certain tanks. Is it important for you to maintain this tradition within the plant world? Mm, of course, we are able to do most linings automatically. Um, at the moment, we are um, in, in, in implementing uh, lining robots. But for tricky custom-mades uh, and pre-series, we still need this human competence. And so it's a kind of core uh, for our team. Now, one of the most important roles on the shop floor must be the uh, quality managers because they're the ones that are constantly supervising production to ensure compliance of exacting requirements on the product quality. So what processes are involved to ensure all elements are thoroughly tested so that BMW bikes run perfectly when handed over to customers? Mm -hmm. I can explain this. First, of all biggest treasures is our employee education. Everybody goes through 20 hours of training per year. Second, our talk technique is 100% electronic and the data results are saved in production network systems. And third, every bike has to run through an end-of-line test bench where every function is tested. Summarized, we can assure that our quality management is very powerful. Certainly is. Now, I just want to touch on logistics briefly because this is something that interests me because it's been said that BMW Motorrad has the most state-of-the-art logistics center in the motorcycle industry. I'm wondering just how those millions of parts are moved around the factory and how the assembly lines supplied with exactly the right parts at exactly the right time for production. 
Yeah, as I am the responsible maintenance manager, I can confirm this. Since 2018, we run an automatic warehouse with the number of 1 million movements per day. Uh, and logistic is about to start with autonomous AGVs and robots. At the end of 2020, uh, we will be proud to present the first sort bot for returning containers. A big story for our logistics. How does that work then? It's all about digitalization, I have to say. If we start to build a motorbike in one assembly line, so the logistic gets the whole sheet of data uh, to their warehouse, and then we, we start a transport uh, train up to the assembly lines, and then the, the empty containers back to them. So we are always in line with the production in the same rhythm. Yeah, it's a seamless operation for sure, because I've uh, I've seen inside the factory several times and uh, it's always impressive. Are the factory tours as popular as ever? And when they're operating again, how can fans book one, Ronald? Oh, it's the easiest thing of all. Look at visitbmw.com. This service is accepted by about 20,000 people per year. It will be our big pleasure to welcome you after Corona limitation. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. Well, thanks very much. That's all we've got time for today. Thanks for those fascinating insights into BMW motorcycle production, Ronald, and we wish everyone in the plant the very best success and good health in the months ahead. Thank you very much, Andy. It was a big pleasure and a big honor for us to talk to you. Thanks, Ronald. It sounds to me like the BMW Group Berlin plant is in a great position to face the future. I can't wait to see those R18s coming off the assembly lines and, even better, out on the roads right across the globe. I've enjoyed learning more about the backbone of BMW's global motorcycle production. I hope you have too. And if you're ever planning to be in town in the future, make sure you book one of those factory tours. You won't regret it. That's it from me for today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, please share it with other motorcyclists, whatever they ride. We're all in this together after all. Okay, stay safe and healthy out there. Bye for now.